Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome into Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. I'm Tim Lance. The top story, though, this hour, King County has released new details about that first confirmed case of the Omicron variant of COVID in Washington State. Public Health saying the patient is in her 20s, is fully vaccinated, and has only had mild symptoms. However, the woman had not been traveling before being tested, and that suggests they say that the variant is spreading locally. Well, some good news this afternoon for Timbers fans. Local radio will be allowed to broadcast during the MLS Cup Final after all. And that includes our sister station, 750 The Game. KXL's Nick Miller explains. 750 The Game's John Canzano initially reported yesterday that both Portland and New York City stations were being kept out of calling the game in English. ESPN has the radio and TV rights. But earlier today, the Timbers tweeted that 750 The Game would get to call it after all. And Canzano says there was some confusion between the league and ESPN. They said that it was coming from MLS. Gary Stevenson, head of MLS, said no. We didn't even know it was happening. Gonzano also says ESPN told him no decision was made on the issue in the week leading up to the game. Here's Mac's response a minute later. John, the fact is we have not decided either way. I am baffled that somebody at MLS would confirm this to you. Kickoff for the final is set for Saturday at noon. Nick Miller, FM News 101. Well, the Evergreen School District in Vancouver has placed its superintendent on leave. KXL's John Eric Smith has our story. According to a release by the district's board, Mike Merlino was placed on leave pending the results of an investigation. The district nor... The district nor its board has indicated what the investigation is all about, just that it's being conducted by a third party and is expected to be done in the next few weeks. An independent review of the district released this past spring had indicated a severe lack of trust among district among district leadership. Now, according to Evergreen, Merlino first joined the district in 2000 and he was appointed and he was appointed superintendent in 2019. John Eric Smith, FM News 101. Well, after firing their superintendent, Newburgh's school board is trying to figure out what to do next. Board member Brandy Penner opposed the decision to fire Dr. Joe Morlock without cause last month. At last night's meeting, she criticized a recruiter's plan to get a new superintendent in place as soon as next January. This is the first time I've ever heard of a compressed superintendent surge, and I'm blown away at the lack of transparency and community involvement. I don't even know why would we be considering such a rush move the board did not make a decision they have another regular meeting scheduled for next tuesday 405 now on fm news 101 kxl three people were shot at a gresham apartment complex a teen from portland was killed in the shooting at the columbia trails apartments on northwest 15th street he's identified as 15 year old logan ivy A 14-year-old boy and a 23-year-old man survived the shooting. There has not been an arrest in this case. A new audit finds the city of Portland is unprepared to help people with disabilities during an emergency. 
We get more from KXL's Grant Mackill. City Auditor Mary Hole Caballero says the pandemic has really exposed how lacking Portland is in meeting the needs of people with disabilities. And that has major consequences. People's lives could be at stake. And the second thing is it opens the city up to some potential liability problems. And her office has called on the city council to act. The Bureau of Emergency Management largely agreed with our recommendations, which is great, but they also seem to want to fall back on what I would call an excuse of not having enough money. She says she'll check back in with the city in a year to see if any changes have been made. Grant Hill, FM News. When the Portland Timbers host New York FC on Saturday for the MLS Cup, you can bet the Timbers Army is going to be out in force. KXL's Brett Recamp has more. Every minute of every match, and frankly all the time in between as well, the core fans of the Timbers and Thorns that make up Timbers Army, the Rose City Riveters, and the 107ists are all in. I can tell you that most of us won't sleep on Friday night. Most of us will feel like we're going to vomit uh, until the final whistle blows. The score could be out of hand either way, and we're still going to be nervous. There's a myriad a spectrum of emotions that you will go through. Mike Coleman says one of their mantras has always been, if you appreciate the beautiful game, you are Timbers Army. They practice acceptance and songs and global passions and pride and welcome all fans with the ethos that they don't deal with discrimination. It's all about being your authentic self. Brett Recamp, FM News 101. All right, Brett, go Timbers, right? Tim Lance here on Portland's Afternoon News 410 on FM News 101 KXL. Coming up at 416, what would you do if the U.S. ran out of cream cheese? Uh, that's a hell of a question. And better come up with an answer because it seems to be happening. Then, why there's already talk of a fourth COVID shot before many have even gotten their third. That's among the five things you need to know today coming your way at 419. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News here on FM News 101 KXL. Portland's Afternoon News and Tim Lance here on FM News 101 looks, unfortunately, like we have a cream cheese catastrophe on our hands. There's reportedly a shortage of cream cheese in America right now. In fact, Inside Edition reports that many places which have cream cheese on the menu only have enough to last for maybe a few more days. And warehouses, which supply restaurants, are also running out and they've got empty shelves. This would all be full of cream cheese. Here, here. Up here, up here. Just over 920 million pounds of cream cheese sold every year in the U.S., so it's a big deal, and we wanted to know what the problem was. Apparently, labor shortages and a scarcity of packaging supplies. That's the reason. And it has restaurants and deli shop owners, among others, worried about whether or not they're going to get more cream cheese anytime soon. The thing that's worrisome is we don't know what will come. You know, we, we just don't know. It could be nothing, could be a regular order. Yeah, I'm going to go to the grocery store in a day or two and check. Time now for the five things that you need to know today. Number five. The Jesse Smollett case is now in the hands of the jury as they begin their deliberations. The former Empire actor, who is black, is charged with staging a racist and homophobic attack in Chicago back in 2019. Prosecutors say he staged the attack for publicity, and he now faces up to three years in prison if convicted. Number four. Convicted killer Scott Peterson has been resentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. That sentence is for the murder of his pregnant wife, Lacey, and their unborn son. 
The case captivated the nation after Lacey disappeared from her Modesto, California home on Christmas Eve of 2002, while Peterson claimed to be sturgeon fishing in the Bay Area. Number three. Gas prices could fall back to about three bucks a gallon come January. The U.S. Energy Information Administration forecasts a gallon of regular may cost three oh one a gallon next month. As for next year's forecast, the agency says the average price of gas is expected to be about two eighty eight a gallon. In Oregon right now, the average price for gas is three seventy eight a gallon for regular. Number two. Instagram's CEO is defending the idea that social media can have a positive impact on the lives of young people. CEO Adam Mosseri t- testified in a Senate hearing and said social media companies want kids to remain safe online. Senators argued self-policing by social media giants just isn't getting it done. Number one. A fourth COVID vaccine dose may be needed sooner than expected to fight the Omicron variant of COVID. Pfizer's CEO originally expected a fourth dose would be needed after 12 months, but he's now saying that it might be sooner than that. Preliminary research is showing that Omicron can undermine protective antibodies created by the vaccine. And those are the five things that you need to know today.